The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And we hope to have an interesting show tonight, maybe get out some good information, something that you might actually take home to live healthy and be healthy. Right, Janine? Right. Very good. We always start off the, the first part of the show. We call it the In, in the, the news. news. Right. Because uh, there's always some really interesting, sometimes tantalizing things come out in the news. But there's some really interesting stuff this time. You know... <clears throat> Jenny, we get a lot of calls and comments and, and people asking questions about restless legs. Yeah, we've actually had quite a few this week. Um, <laughs> we we have already. Just, yeah. yeah, this just happened to come out this week where there was an article. It was actually came out in Scotland. So just because it came out in Scotland doesn't mean that it doesn't apply to people here. No, well, we've got, all, got a little well, Scottish in you got a little Scottish in, in it. got a little Scottish in, in me, too. So, yeah, so. Um, but it talked about restless leg swing syndrome. Mm-hmm. And we all know that a lot of people have restless leg. Well, mm-hmm. it's known, and it's actually medical research, that restless leg can be a few different deficiencies in nutrition. It certainly can. And it, magnesium, potassium, iron. So these deficiencies, and even B12 and folic acid, I was going to say, don't shown. leave out the B vitamins. Right, right the B yeah. vitamins as well. Mm-hmm. So... These deficiencies can cause restless leg. Um, when you have restless leg syndrome, you're not necessarily deficient in requip. No, and that's true. a lot that's of times true. when you go to your doctor and you tell them you have restless leg syndrome, they want to just give you a medication. Well, first, try fixing your deficiencies. Right. You know, I it, mean, that is some, the cause. Right. It's always better to get to the cause instead of just kind of covering up the symptom. You know, every day you, you made that, and, and, and we'll say it's kind of a smart alecky comment, so to speak. <laughs> But it's one that we use quite a lot because, you know, I, I talk to people and you, know, you talk to people every day and so on. And we always tell them, OK, well, one thing you're assured of that you're not deficient in that drug. Right. Whether it's Requip or some other. And one. sometimes mm-hmm. it's essential. I mean, it's, it's, it's important to do a medication. And for some conditions, you might need for a medication. For some, you might, yeah. Um, but for something like restless leg, you want to try all the well, problems with deficiencies first. And you want to check them. Because especially yeah. with the iron, that's what this article was talking about. Right. Um, with iron, you know, the other ones, B vitamins you can take. No problem. If you don't need them. Probably going to urinate them out. They're not, not going to be a problem. They're, They're not, not going to hurt, hurt you. you, right? Magnesium. As long as you have good kidney function, no problem with taking it. If you get too much magnesium, you might get a lot, little diarrhea. You know, potassium is one that you don't want to overtake. Um, right. Potassium and iron are ones that you do want to do lab work especially and iron. see if you need right. it, especially iron, because mm-hmm. if you take iron unnecessarily, you can actually deplete your magnesium. Sure can. And if the magnesium was the problem in the first place, then you could actually make the problem worse. That's so right. it's more about fixing deficiencies. So I like this article because it talked about, you know, you really want to look at deficiencies first. Right. 
I, I agree, you know, because like I say, it's, it's about fixing those deficiencies in 99 times out of 100, the problem goes away. Oh, people can't believe the difference yeah. in their restless leg, how quick that these nutrients make a difference Makes when they add Like the first night they take it, right. It yeah. can make a huge difference. Certainly so does. it is something that you want to try first. Yeah. Now, something else, you know, of course, we talk about every week, I guess, about blood sugar problems, diabetes, and so on. Well, it's such a huge problem in the country. Well, it's so huge that several of the things we have for in the news tonight relates back to it. Actually, I think three of the studies that we're fixing to talk about is actually about diabetes. And this one should just scare the bejesus out of you, okay? Uh, It was published in a journal called Diabetology. And yes, we have a journal devoted to diabetes. Yeah, it must be a problem. That's how big a problem it is, right? But this research, and this was just published on the 16th, so it's, it's, it's brand new. And it was about a, a case study of a, dig this, three-year-old girl with type 2 diabetes. Right, thought to be the youngest ever yeah. to actually be diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Unbelievable. Right. When, you're, when your three-year-old starts being diabetic, with an illness that normally occurs in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Well, and now we're it, seeing it in the 30s yes. and And now we're seeing it in the teenagers. We are yeah, starting to see it younger and it. younger. But yeah. a three-year-old. Right. And so what the article goes on to say is basically she was overweight. Yeah, well, yeah. She, um, yeah. she overweight 35 kilos, which is probably about, what, 80-something pounds? Yep, and she okay, was three. Three years old. Okay. So a three-year-old that was extremely overweight, mm-hmm. and she had excessive urination and thirst. Yeah, and, goes well with but she did not have parents that had diabetes. There was no history of diabetes in both parents. But the parents, but the were, parents obese. were obese also. Right, right. And so when they did lab work on her, they found out she's diabetic. And when they did the test to see if she was type 1 or type 2, she was type 2. Yeah. Which, you know, kids tend to get type 1 because it's pancreatic failure. It's not necessarily what they're eating. It's a virus that made their pancreas fail. Or usually. But in mm-hmm. this case, actually, it was what she was eating. Now, what's interesting about this, uh, Janine, of course, we tell people this every day, and they, they look at us like we absolutely have grown horns or something. We tell them they're going to have to change their diet. Unfortunately, that's what happened. But People this, have gotten so used to a horrible <laughs> diet, they think they have a good diet. You know, I've actually, and you have to, we've actually had people to tell us, well, I eat a really good diet. And, of course, we're pretty sharp people. We'll say, well, okay, what would you have for breakfast there? Well, I had a biscuit from whatever, you know. Fast food restaurant. Fast food restaurant. Biscuit with sausage on it and cheese and blah, blah, blah. And some jelly and so on. Oh, okay. Now, what did you have for lunch? And they usually come back with... Well, pizza or something. Yeah, they come back with pizza or another, you know, fast food restaurant for lunch. And, you know, then we say, okay, well, let's just be real, you know, adventurous here. What did you have for dinner? Uh, well, that's when they throw out the pizza and stuff like that, or we had, uh, you know, chicken wings or something, you know, and beer and blah, blah, blah. Okay, that is not the details of a good diet. When no. you eat fast food three times a day, it ain't a good diet. No, when I had somebody tell me that before, right. I said, well, oh, yeah. what do you think is so good about this diet? And they yeah. said, well, I don't eat between meals. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, I said, well, okay. that's not all it's about. I, I tell people if they've got such a really good diet, Okay, well then maybe we need to have a really bad diet because we've changed something. We got to change something. We can't keep going down this path. But this poor little girl, three years old, and had you know type two diabetes. And what's interesting about this was what they did. They started her on the you know the diabetes medication, metformin, which okay. is a normal thing to do for type two diabetes. They've actually got it in a liquid form now for these kids. Um, I thought that was interesting too. 
Then they talked about diet, and they changed her diet. Right. They talked. They completely turned this little girl's world upside down. I'm sure. And within this is what was I think interesting. Within six months, her A1C was back to normal. Back to normal, and they had taken her off yeah. of the medication. They right. had weaned it. And basically, the conclusion was reversal of type 2 diabetes in children is possible by early screenings of obese children. Well, you know what? It's, it's reversible in, in adults. Because adults, yeah. we see it every day. Sure so do. I did want to comment that. They made it sound like, well, it's only in kids if you catch it early enough. No. Nah. We have adults that if they change their diet enough, you can mm. reverse it on type 2, not on, on type, type 1. Now, type 1, you're not going to change. We're not talking about right. type 1. That's pancreatic failure. Now, but, that, was, that was just a, a you know, like say. Okay, we, we, we saw that. T- three-year-old. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Three years old. So if you do have an obese child, it, it's not unheard of to do lab work on them. No, it's not. I mean, not. it's a good idea to get lab work done, see what's going on, do the A1C, do the insulin levels, do the stuff that you normally do on adults. But if they're overweight, you need to do it on kids. Yeah. We have a weight loss panel that we do, and we do it on kids as well. When they come right. in and they're overweight and they're having problems, we do the weight loss panel. We sure doesn't do. doesn't matter that they're actually... Young. Right. Now, the next study, in the same journal, by the way, Diabetology, okay? Interesting, interesting. They did a meta-analysis of 21 studies, and they presented this at the European Association for Studies of Diabetes. And they showed that pesticide exposure, and, and I mean, they went into some details about pesticides, but basically any pesticide, they said basically any pesticide. All pesticides is all what they pesticides, said. All pesticides are associated with an increased risk of developing diabetes by 61%. Yeah, so the diet's terrible to begin with, and, and then you then add you that we have pesticides diet, yeah. on all of our food, and people are using pesticides around their house, and they're not thinking about what it's doing to them, right. and it increases the risk for diabetes. Yeah, that, and we've had Dr. Seneff on the show before, which oh, yes. you know, she definitely goes into detail <laughs> about glyphos- glyphosate and Roundup. Glyphosate and so on. And right, she yeah. talks a lot and has, she actually has done a lot of the research showing that it actually tends to contribute to diabetes. Right. Now, another one in the same journal. Okay, we've got a bunch from I that mean, journal this week. This journal was a treasure trove of tidbits this week. It really was. This particular one came out of, uh, the, the study was done in Charity University of Medicine in Berlin, Germany. And what it showed was high-protein diets from both animal and plant sources, didn't matter, improved blood sugar control in diabetic patients. Right, so it didn't matter if you went took your protein from plants or took your protein from animals. Both actually yeah. decreased um, your A1C, helped with blood sugar control. And when you started looking at what they did, it was not an all-protein diet oh, no, by no, any no, means. No, no, no. I mean, no. actually, their actually, diet... I don't think it was a very high-protein Me neither. Diet. I looked and I was like, hmm, I'd have probably went a little higher on protein, but it was 30% protein, 40% carbs, and 30% fat. I'd have definitely went higher on And fat. usually on a yeah. diet like that, that's very similar to the zone diet, which is 40, 40 30, 30. Right. Um, the carbohydrates that are used are low-glycemic carbohydrates. So right. my guess is they did not use your ne- normal bread and rice and pasta no. as the carbohydrates. They used act- vegetables. vegetables. Right. So you have to start looking at you know where you get your carbohydrates from as well. But they did show that the ones that actually did the plant protein, mm-hmm. they, had, they had certain improvements that the, it, they had improvement in insulin sensitivity. So mm-hmm. the insulin resistance was actually better in the plant group. Right. In, not in the plant group, I'm sorry. In the 
um, animal, animal group. group, right? In the plant group, their kidney function got better. Yeah, and they said that neither hurt the kidney function. No, but the actually plant group, but the plant, plant group plant actually right. showed it. So if you've got you know a kidney dysfunction, you know a, a GFR that's kind of low or something, you know that's a good idea to do. Right. That. So you can still do people that are diabetic that have kidney disease think they can't do a higher protein diet. What you can do mm-hmm. is more of maybe a plant protein diet right. as opposed to an animal protein diet because of the kidney function. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're kind of bumping right up against that break time. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be getting into some really interesting stuff tonight about uh, some of those nutrients that your drugs may be depleting. We'll see you on the other side. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There's something special about doctor's nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, folks. Tonight, uh, as promised, our show is about uh, some of the 
nutrients depleted by some of those drugs and pharmaceuticals or medications or whatever you want to call them that you may be taking. Or even over-the-counters. Even over-the-counter drugs. We, want to, we don't want to lose those guys either because they're, they're in there. Uh, you know, one thing that we, we deal with every day, Janine, is folks come in and they have a list. As a matter of fact, I had a lady today that had 18 on her list. 18 medications. I couldn't believe it. But anyhow, when I started looking at the number of medications this person is on, and thinking about this show tonight, okay, because I told her, I said, you really need to listen to the show. I said, I'm serious. Because it's about the nutrients that are depleted by those drugs. Now, you know, when we, you know we've had, like I say, we've had Dr. Seneff on the show in the past talking about statin drugs and how they can deplete, you know, so right. many we've, we've actually talked a lot oh, about yeah. the depletion of nutrients from statin drugs. Yeah. And there was a research that came out about six months ago, maybe, uh, roughly six months ago. About, yeah. And it was done in Japan where the, act- the headlines was, was that statin drugs can actually cause um, placking in the arteries and congestive heart failure. Atherosclerosis, right. if you start reading in the article, it's due to the depletions that it causes that does that. Now, mm-hmm. if you look at what statins drug depletes, and it's the big, it's probably the most widespread drug out there. So it's this the is probably one that we do, right, right. we want to make sure we stress what to do if you're on a statin drug. Now, at the beginning of the show, we're going to tell you we're not necessarily telling you to stop all your drugs. No. Um, we are telling you it is very important and important for your life and health to make sure you supplement the nutrients that are depleted by your medications. I would go so far, and I say this to people every day, your life depends on it. It does. And yeah. people don't think about it. They think no. they just take something and they think it's benign and it's not going to cause a problem. But when you start looking that on statin drugs, mm-hmm. it depletes CoQ10 and selenium. Those are two. Those We're going to talk biggies, about another right. one in a minute. Mm-hmm. CoQ10 and selenium. Okay, then you just have to look at what happens when you deplete CoQ10 and selenium. Well, every cell in your body has to have CoQ10 to function. Right, and it's, a, it's important for muscles. Well, it's really important for muscles. And hey, guess your what? Your heart is a muscle. I was going to say that thing in your chest that goes thumpity-dump, thumpity-dump, that's a muscle. Right, so there is no question, and it's not nutritional research. No. It is medical research that shows depletion of CoQ10 actually causes congestive heart failure. Yeah, it, so that was a that article or journal article that we we refer to there about this statin drug is huge. I mean, some of the research in there is just, and they used other people's research here. I mean, it's just amazing. And then the other thing that that statin drugs deplete is K two, and we even have a whole show that we had um, uh, a couple months ago. A couple months ago, a month and a half, two months, ago. where yeah. it was Dr. Kate Rome Blue, Rome Blue, right. Rome Blue, mm-hmm. where she talked about. The importance of K2 in the body. Mm-hmm. Without K2, you, depl- you, uh, you cause plaquing in the arteries. So right. one big thing that you're taking a statin drug for is to lower your cholesterol, which is thought to lower plaque in the arteries. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you're depleting K2, which causes plaque in the arteries. That just really doesn't make a whole heck of a Doesn't make sense. And a lot of these nutrient depletions that we're going to talk about on medications cause the problems that you're taking the medication for in the first place. Yeah, you know, and like I say, the statin drugs are kind of like number one of the thing. Well, because I think they're one of the biggest selling drugs in the it, United it's, States. It's one, yeah, I think worldwide, really. I think so. Um, it's one of the biggest. I mean, th- this accounts for a huge part of the bottom line or the profits for all these pharmaceutical companies. 
And when you think about that particular drug that they say, oh, if you lower your cholesterol, you're decreasing your risk for heart disease. Heart disease. Well, wait a minute. At the same time, I'm depleting my CoQ10. Increasing chances of congestive heart failure. Doesn't I was going to say, does it? Okay, so you just got a different kind of heart failure. Uh, and also, it's pulling out the, it's, it's blocking that K2. It's killing that. And if I kill my K2 and destroy it, wait a minute, I can't properly utilize calcium, can I? Right. And so not only do you have plaque in the arteries from a depletion of K2, right. you then have osteoporosis as well. Ooh. Oh, and while we're on those guys. Oh, that's yeah, another thing. That- let's talk about those bad boys. Because I know a lot, of, a lot of the folks out there are on the bisphosphonates and so on, you know, for osteoporosis. And, you know, here's what's really interesting about them. I mean, I, I think this is just, this classic, really. You take the bisphosphonates. It's, oh, you're taking up Aniva or you're taking one of those other drugs. You know, there's Actinel, there's Fosamax, uh, Dendronel, you know, all that stuff. You take that stuff because, hey, you've got thinning of the bone. You've got osteopenia, osteoporosis. Guess what? What does it deplete, Janine? Your minerals. Calcium, calcium phosphorus, phosphorus, magnesium. magnesium Holy three of cow. the most important things for bone density. Exactly. And if you take that and a statin drug that you're really your gonna, K2, then you're really what? looking. Why do you think that it's right. such an epidemic that people are getting osteoporosis? I mean, there's always been some. Oh, there's but it's, always. It's definitely increased over the years. And it's probably a lot of the medications that people are taking that's depleting the nutrients and people don't replace them. I've had many... Many, many people tell me that their doctors say, oh, you don't need a vitamin. You don't need to take vitamins. Well, if they're going to put you on 10 drugs, yes, you do. Uh, if they're going to put you on 10 drugs, you probably need more than one you vitamin. You cannot get it from your food when you're depleting no. it with your medications. No, uh, it's, it's, it's virtually impossible. And you, know, and, you, and you take something like the statin drugs, which are known to, to deplete something as valuable as coenzyme Q10. I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, it depletes, uh, and actually, Dr. Seneff told us it depleted manganese, too. Right, manganese is one of the big one. ones, and we yeah. don't, yeah. That, we hadn't even got into that one, yeah. Right. But, and, and it's one of the lesser known ones, but your selenium, uh, you know, without selenium, your thyroid's not going to function properly. Right, you, you uh, can't convert T4 to T3. Right, so you've got you, issues. Right, okay? so it affects the thyroid. You also, it causes congestive heart failure when it's extremely depleted as well. Right. So you have two things that can cause congestive heart failure, the CoQ10 and the selenium depletion. And so you're just in real trouble. And, you, you know, every day we talk to people who've been on those particular drugs for a long period of time. And I'm going to promise you there's none of them that are in really what you call good health. No. And if you take a statin and you couple it with a beta blocker, which oh. is almost yeah. goes hand in hand probably 80% of the time the people yeah. we see on a statin is also on a beta blocker. For blood pressure. You know, they're gonna beta blockers are used for blood pressure. Right. If you look at beta beta blockers, they also deplete CoQ10. So if you're taking the two of them together for heart problems, then you're actually double depleting your CoQ10, which is going to cause other problems. And then another interesting thing about beta blockers, they've always known that beta blockers can actually increase risk of diabetes. Right. Well, one of the reasons it increases risk of diabetes is it depletes your chromium. Right. When you deplete your chromium, then you actually tend to have blood sugar problems. Right. So... It also, beta blockers can increase that also. So taking chromium can help with that problem. Right. Because, you know, chromium, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty important in that blood sugar thing. But it also, you know, it has to do with nerve function. Oh, chromium yeah. has all kinds of functions. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, it's an important mineral. Wow. And we're going to deplete it. Right. And then another depletion from beta blockers is melatonin. Yeah. Now, 
we, how many times do we have these folks come in and they, they're taking a beta blocker and they, they don't sleep well? What have you got for sleep? You know, and if you're not careful, you know, next thing you know, they're on Ambien. Right. Okay, so which is going to deplete a whole bunch of, you know, all sorts of chemicals. I mean, my goodness, the list goes on. And this is what happens is people take a drug. It depletes some things. Now they got another causes problem. causes side effects. Now they actually got another, takes drug. another drug. And then it depletes things, and it causes another problem. And then So it's, it's like a snowball effect. And if it's like you're not too long, you're like this lady that came in yesterday with 18 different drugs. Right. And it's because mostly probably because of side effects of the drugs before. Now, yeah. depleting melatonin, people only think of sleep. Yeah, but it's not. But it's melatonin has a lot of other functions. Do you realize, Janine, that's one of the best antioxidants our body yes, has. Yes, it's one of the highest antioxidants, and it also increases your immune system. Yeah, it does. You know, it's something else. If you're taking melatonin, if you've got high enough doses of melatonin in your body, and you have the quote-unquote heart attack, it actually protects that heart muscle from what they call the reperfusion injury. Right. So it's actually strong enough Holy to protect mackerel. muscles from damage. Yeah. And another thing is they know that lower melatonin increases cancer risk as well. Exactly. Because they're using, there's a lot of cancer research right now where it's using really high doses of melatonin to actually help with cancer. Actually, they do. They use so quite a bit of it, right. You look at it, the beta blockers deplete the CoQ10, can make congestive heart failure, mm-hmm. depletes the chromium, which can make diabetes, depletes melatonin, which actually can do all kinds of things to you. I mean, making not sleep is one of the things people think about, but mm-hmm. also decrease your immune system mm-hmm. and increase your chances of cancer. Yeah. Now, and, and if you're one of those people out there that's taken a statin drug, probably 80 to 90% chance of certainty here that you're probably taking one of those beta blockers as well. And, and the beta blockers are right. a, a tenolol and like tenormin and lopressor low and metoprolol yeah. and yeah. toprol. There's a lot of different ones. There's a lot of different, you can look it up and you can look it up. And one of the things we wanted to get across is look and see what you're taking. Know yeah. what you're taking and know what it's going to do to you. But, you know, our suggestion is just like the lady that brought in the little list of 18 different drugs. And like I told her, I said, okay, I'm going to make a copy of this. Now, when you come, we were doing some lab work on her. I said, now, when you come back, I'm going to have a list of what your medications are depleting. I said, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's going to scare the heck out of you. And she looked at me and she said, really? I said, really? It's going to scare you. It's going to be real scary when you see 18 different drugs and the various, and the things that we know that it depletes. And, you know, I asked her, are you taking a multivitamin? No. I mean, that's the least you can do. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just amazing. And like you said, you know, the, the, a lot of uh, our allopathic physician friends out there will tell people, oh, you don't, you, you don't need to take a vitamin. You just, just eat a good diet. Okay, back to the good diet is probably three fast food places a day. So that's not really And even good if diet. you truly are eating a good diet, and you're taking all these medications, and you're still depleting the nutrients because of what you're taking, you still need to supplement. Right. You know, and, and a lot of these people that are taking, you know, a beta blocker, if their blood pressure gets bad enough, next thing you know, they're on a diuretic. And if you're on something like hydrochlorothiazide, which is a very common one, guess what? There goes your vitamin D, there goes your calcium, your magnesium, your phosphorus, your potassium, your zinc, and CoQ10. And B1 and B6. Oh, and so even. Right. I mean, it, it depletes so much. You can see that with just those three drugs, which are so and common. It ain't yes. even funny. The, it is not unusual to see hydrochlorothiazide, a beta blocker, no, and a statin drug. No. Matter of fact, now they even put some of the beta blockers and hydrochlorothiazide together and, and as a combination. And so, okay, there you go. So you've got some real stuff coming up. All right. Hopefully, 
while we're taking this little break, I want you to run to your medicine chest, grab everything that you're currently taking, and when we come back from this break, we'll be able to tell you more and more about what you're doing to your health. We're going to talk about the common medications. The common ones, right, right. So we'll see you on the other side of this little break, coming right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, folks. Tonight, we're talking about those... uh uh, nutrients depleted by those common drugs that you may be taking, whether it be a prescription or over-the-counter. Uh, so hopefully during that break, you ran in and grabbed everything you're taking. Right, so you can and, look and so see. You can see what you need to be taking. Kind of right. and, if, and if we don't hit on the medication that you're taking, you can always go to the Internet and just Google whatever. Just say which nutrients are depleted by and put in the drug's name. Right. You'll have all kind of sites come up with lists of drug depletions. 
And so there's a lot out there that can tell you that. So you need to just Google it if we don't talk about your medication. Right. Now, you know, we were talking before about the statins, and that's just a big one that we see because it's so common. I just wanted to tell you a little story. We had a, a lady, it was probably two weeks ago. She was in her 80s. She was 83. She had had a um, stents put in, mm. and she said since then, she said before that, she was actually cutting three to four yards a day. She was still doing... She's mowing air, yards. She was mowing, mowing yards. Huh? She was mowing everybody's in the neighborhood's yard because nobody else could do it, so she's doing everybody's. Well, she's doing pretty good for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she said, but after she started taking the medications they put her on, she couldn't do it no more. She said, my legs have steadily went bad. She said, I can't hardly walk. I have to use a walker. I have to use a cane. I'm, I'm unstable. And she said, there's something wrong. This is, you know, she was yeah. not happy. And she, oh, was, sure she, she, was, she was feisty. She was not a old... 83 she was not at all <laughs> and so she, and she didn't like it well we talked about it and talked about you know and i said no, no no just don't don't stop everything you're taking she was going to stop everything and i said you don't want to do that and but i put her on a high dose coq10 and i also put her on a multi and i put her on some stuff that actually is depleted by the statins right so i made sure it had the k2 and the selenium but then i put her on a real high dose of the coq10 because i figured that was the one that was making her legs hurt which was her biggest complaint right Within two days, back to normal. Two days. She'd been like that for two years. Two days. Two days. And she had been to doctor after doctor after doctor, and they just kept telling her she was getting old. And she said, well, it's (laughs) kind of funny how I didn't get old until I started taking this crap. And she she was funny because she was like, I didn't get old until I started taking all this crap. And I'm actually, you know, before I could do all kinds of things. So she was really happy because she saw a giant difference in a very short amount of time. Well, I bet. You know, uh, and that's that's a that's a really good story because it, it's something that we see all the time. Well, that one was a recent one. We yeah. see it all the time. We see the mm-hmm. leg pain and the hard to walk and everything mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And with with CoQ10 depletion, and we're going to talk about more drugs that deplete CoQ10 because that's probably one of the biggest list when you start looking at the list of what's depleted. CoQ10 is is depleted by so many different classes of drugs. Yeah, and CoQ10, unfortunately, you don't get a lot in your food supply. Well, you don't get, you get any. Right. Yeah. Your body produces it, and these drugs block the ability for the body to produce yeah. it. And so because it's blocked, you get a real severe depletion. Now, now something else that goes along with that, you know, when you think about CoQ10, you think about the energy cycle of the cell or what we call the Krebs cycle and so on and so forth, acetic acid cycle. It's got a lot of different names. You know, something else that is really, really important and that is the folic acid and B12. And that is depleted by many other things also. Right. Think about one of the most common ones is your metformin or glucophage. Right. Which is used for the diabetes, diabetes. which right now is something like 60-something percent well, of the population. if you think it, about right? it, you're diabetic. Mm-hmm. You take the diabetic medication, the mm-hmm. metformin or glucophage. Right. Then you start having neuropathies. Well, you just depleted all okay. your B12. Now, neuropathies, they always contribute it to your blood sugar, which you're diabetic. But it also... Um, neuropathies can be caused from low B12 and folic acid. And we see that one so we often. We do. And just because they're fine. diabetic, you want to still check the B12 and folic acid and see if it's a problem because you always want to replenish it also. And that's so, something that's never checked when we get lab work that's brought in from another clinic. No. They never look at that pac- at patient's B12. And then probably the other one of the most common drugs on the market, maybe the second behind statins. I do see we see it a lot, 
is your PPIs. Yeah. Whether it be the over-the-counter ones or the prescription well, ones. Well, you know, what, what's funny is a lot of these people that are saying, well, you know, I, I used to take Nexium, but now I just take this Omeprazole. Well, same thing. Okay. And they, they buy it at, at, you know, Wally World or something like that. And, okay, the Omeprazole that they, or the Nexium that they were taking were 40 milligrams. And, okay, what they buy over-the-counter is 20, so they just take two. It's the same, same thing, thing, folks. And, and what does that deplete? It depletes a lot. And oh, it does. It depletes a lot of your B vitamins, your B1, your B12, your folic acid, your calcium, your zinc. And a big one that we've seen some is iron. Big, huge, huge. We've had people over the years, and you can't mm-hmm. say everybody that takes it, mm-hmm. but I can think of one woman that did not tell us she was taking it because it was over the counter, and she did not think to tell us that that was one of well, her because, medications. Because it, it was over the counter. Right. It wasn't one of her medications. It didn't count. She had taken all kind of stuff for iron deplete. She was so severely anemic, and she had taken all the prescription irons. Didn't work. She took our iron that worked better, but she was never to where she could get off the iron. She had to take huge amounts of iron. Mm-hmm. And you know, finally one day she mentioned to us that she was on one of these PPIs. And I was like, "There's the problem." She got off of it. Iron went to normal. We had to cut back the iron. Had too. to cut back her iron. Mm-hmm. She couldn't take as much because it wasn't being blocked anymore. You know, and, and another thing that that, that that PPI or those those drugs, you know, whether it's Prilosec or Prevacid or Nexium or Protonix or Asafex or Meprazole, any of those things, any of those drugs, one of the things that they do, you know, they give it to you because you got GERD or gastric problems, you know, you know GI problems. Um, that those can be fixed. Matter of fact, that's something that's that's pretty common that we deal with almost every day. But when you take those things. Now you're setting yourself up. You're going to decrease your calcium and some zinc and so on. So it you know, has a lot to do with, you know, bone formation. Yeah, I had a, I had a patient just today. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because you mentioned that. I mean, just today, he was talking about, you know, his grandma or something being in a rest home. And he mm-hmm. went to go visit her. And the lady next to her had kept breaking bones, broke bones everywhere, broke bone here, broke bone here. He said she had broke bones everywhere he looked. You know, every time she'd get up, she'd break another bone. Hmm. And he said, and I, I asked her are you on any of them acid reducers? <laughs> and she said, oh, yeah, I've been taking it about 20 years. He said, there's your problem. <laughs> well, good he for said, him. He said, how are all them broken bones? <laughs> he was like, I even know that. And it was funny because he was like, they don't even think about that. No. Until people, even when they start breaking bones, they still don't tell them to stop taking it. You know, it so it, it, he was funny. He right. has no medical background, but he had even read about that. And he was like, she had broke bones everywhere. You know, you know well, is is my dad always say, you know, a blind squirrel will find another occasion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and you know, and wh- here's something that we see a lot too, Gene. These people come in and they're on the PPIs, the omeprazole, the Prilosec, Prevacid, whatever. Now they develop osteoporosis, that or osteopenia, and they'll start putting them on some of these bisphos- uh, bisphonate, uh, bisphosphonates, and you know the Beneva and all that good stuff. And what does that de- further deplete? Calcium, magnesium, and phosphorus, and so on. And hey, wait a minute. We don't have a, a, a stone's chance of getting this thing straight no. out, do we? No. So it really, the depletions are important. Now, a few other that we got to make sure we get to. Now, there's a few that have just a few depletions, like ACE inhibitors. Yeah, they're not And natural lisinopril or something. That's actually probably one of the better ones. It only depletes zinc and sometimes sodium. <laughs> it only depletes zinc. <laughs> so it's not quite as bad. Now, <laughs> okay. all your diuretics, we talked about hydrochlorothiazide, but all oh, your yeah. diuretics deplete a lot. They do. They, they, do. they deplete your loop diuretics like Lasix. I mean, oh. of course, everybody knows potassium because most people have yeah. to take potassium that are on 
Lasix. Yeah. Um, but it also depletes B1 and B6 and vitamin C and calcium right. and magnesium and, and phosphorus and zinc. And, yeah. You know, you can just name a, a lot on that one because your diuretics do actually start depleting a lot of the nutrients. Right. Now, you know, some, some, another very common problem that we see, though, people, you know, got a lot of problems with pain and so on, so they take these opiates, you know, like the hydrocodone and acetaminophen combinations. What does that lead to, Janine? Um, actually, liver problems a lot of times. And why? Because of the depletion of glutathione. Right. And what is glutathione? Now, glutathione is your own body's antioxidant. It is our, our, the one, one antioxidant that our body can make if, it we produces don't, it. if we don't take something pretty stupid like right. acetaminophen. It actually right. produces glutathione, and the glutathione is very protective of everything. And the it's definitely protective of the liver. And if you think about it, most of these people that are taking too much acetaminophen actually causes what? Liver, liver damage. Liver problems. And when they do that, it's because it's depleting the glutathione. Now, when you sake. do the acetaminophen with the hydrocodone, it also depletes selenium, CoQ10, potassium, folic oh, acid, vitamin C, and iron. There's thing again, right? So if you're having to take a pain pill, say after a, a surgery, mm-hmm. you need to re- definitely replenish the nutrients because you're trying to heal. Obviously, well, if you've had a surgery, right, you need to heal. And if you deplete the glutathione, you won't heal as well. The vitamin C, I mean, that's oh, huge that's in huge. healing. Healing. Um, CoQ10 is huge in healing. So there's so many things that's important in healing that you're depleting even by some of the pain medication that you're taking. Right. And even, we talked about the hydrocodone mixed with acetaminophen, but even the acetaminophen alone depletes the glutathione. You know, and you know, here's something that we hear all the time. Well, I don't take aspirin because it'll make you bleed, but, so I just take Tylenol or acetaminophen. And because, I always say, oh, well, then you just want your liver to fail. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, you might want to bleed because at least you'd know there was something wrong. Uh, and if you, you know, if you do that, but now your liver will fail and it, it might be too late when that happens, you know. So there, this this is just you know kind of the icing on the cake when you start looking at, at this. We haven't even got into the cake yet. Uh, there's so many things actually. You know, on our show, we probably won't be able to. We probably won't get to everything, but some other important ones that we definitely want to get to is you know steroids. And I think oh, everybody yeah. knows that your steroids is you know it's commonly used for asthma and allergies and, and, and autoimmune things, disease. Yeah. And, well, Sometimes it is necessary, but just sometimes. long-term use of corticosteroids, I mean, it depletes. You know, I think everybody knows it depletes your calcium because it lowers bone density. It actually depletes calcium, magnesium, vitamin D, vitamin D um, beta-carotene, B6, folic acid, vitamin C. So that's why and that when you're melatonin, on yep, don't forget melatonin, that one. zinc, selenium, all those. You ever wonder why you can't sleep when you take the stupid stuff? Yep. Okay. And if you look at people that are on steroids, mm-hmm. they have bruises everywhere. And if you look, vitamin C depletion. If you deplete your vitamin C, bruising is going to be one of the main symptoms you see. That's true. And, you know, and, and th- these things are so common that, uh, you know, people take Flonase daily. I mean, they don't even think anything about it. People don't think it. that's a steroid. Oh, that's it's not still a steroid. A, steroid. And they, a matter of fact, I had that argument with a person uh, yesterday, and I had to prove it to them. I said, okay, hold on, hold on. And I just actually printed them out something about what it was. And it kind of shocked them, but it shouldn't. All right, we're coming up on another break. We've still got some very important stuff to cover in this last segment. Oh, yeah, we'll try to get it all in. Stick around, folks. We're going to finish her up tonight. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
There's something special about Doctors Nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice. For your health, choose Doctors Nutrition. Call toll-free at 800-824-0194. Online at doctorsnutrition.com. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, folks. Tonight we're talking about those uh, you know, nutrients that are depleted by the drugs and medications you may be taking and the nutrients that you need to actually compensate for. Right. We're trying to get to the most common ones. Yeah. And here's one that's very, very common and even in very young people. What's that? Is conjugated estrogens. Ah, which are yes. anything, actually synthetic hormones is what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it is either in birth control pills or hormone replacement therapy if they're not bioidentical. Fine. And if you start looking, they are, that is one of the biggest depletions is by oh, that. The and list. so you're talking about 15-year-olds that are actually taking birth control pills. Uh, actually, 15, 16 we, year we olds. see that quite often. And so right. they're starting to deplete all this so young. And let me, let me name off the list on this one. B1, B2, B3, B6, vitamin D, calcium, magnesium, zinc, folic acid, B12, I mean, selenium, vitamin C, trace minerals, and tyrosine. Wait a minute. If I deplete my tyrosine, what happens? You tend to get real anxious and you tend to have thyroid problem. Oh. Because tyrosine is important to make T4. Certainly is. And so you're, you're, you're putting teenagers on this one. I know. And thinking it's not going to affect their health long term. You know, and, and this is something that, you know, that we see 
in doing lab work, Janine, gosh, every day, we see young females on birth control pills and their thyroid is, you know. What and they, they usually do have low B12. They, they have low they vitamin have D. They, they have low, I mean, it is. When we check it, it's all of them. And right. They, they feel terrible. They have all these symptoms. You know, if you're going to take them, you must replenish these nutrients. Must. I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are. Right. It doesn't matter if you're 15 or if you're 16. You have to replace it. That's true. And so that was one I definitely wanted to get to because it depletes so many things. And that one is a drug that all ages are on. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you, you're covering from the teens all the way into the, you know, 70s. 70s I mean, and 80s. people that are on yeah. hormone replacement after that. Right. So you definitely have to replace it if you're on one of the hormone replacements. Now, something else that is so commonly used, and, and we've actually talked, you know, at Infinitum about this, about the overuse of antibiotics. Right. And when you start looking at the antibiotics, I mean, you know, there's, good Lord, there's so many. There's different There's kinds different and ones, so on. and there's a few different depletions. I mean, maybe a little, they all have a big list, but they they're a little do. bit different from antibiotic to antibiotic. But the common things that's depleted, now everybody knows your good bacteria. Your probiotic or your, pro, your your actual what we call the biome in your gut. In other words, and, and you know, and okay, I was talking to a lady today about this uh, on uh, a common drug for, you know, it's microbid, one of the, uh, the macrolides. And she's on this for a chronic urinary tract infection and she's been on it for two years. And of course, she has no immune system left. She's overweight. She's got all these particular problems she's got. And I said, you know, you really, you're, you're defeating yourself. You know, and she said, well, do you really think I need probiotic? And I almost fell out of my chair. Do you really think I need a probiotic? I've been on this drug for two years. You're depleting it for two years. Uh, and oh. you know, you, yeah, you probably don't need any. Probably don't need it, right. And, you know, I said, oh, my goodness. You, you have to have, uh, you know, the, the, the probiotics. You have to. That's 70% of your immune system and right I'm, there. And almost all of the antibiotics, all the different classes, whether mm-hmm. it be the penicillin, the macrolides, the fluoroquinolones, right. um, they all deplete your B vitamins. B1, almost B2, B3, B6, right. B12, folic acid, they all deplete those. Biotin. Now, Think about biotin. Biotin is another big one. And that's what we see, we see always, a lot because people yeah. come in and say, you no. know, I took an antibiotic and now I'm losing my hair. The females are very susceptible to it. I seem to be more so than men for some reason. Uh, but we men see men probably this. just don't pay men as much attention. Don't care. <laughs> I want to tell if a little hair falls out, it ain't a big deal. But the females, when their hair starts falling out, now they get pretty doggone upset about that, you know. And and then you talk to them, and hey, they've been on this, uh, you know, this or that, maybe two or three of these things at one time. So anytime you take an antibiotic, you need to take a multivitamin if you're not already taking one because it also depletes zinc, all your B yeah. vitamins. I would take extra biotin, and I would take probiotics. Oh. And actually, another one that is done is K2 and K1 both. Um, right. Both of the K vitamins can actually be depleted. Now, most multis are going to have your K1. We do have a new multi, Megabytes Lean, that does have K2. Right. And so that's one that is depleted by a lot of medications also. Right. You know, and, you know, some of the stuff that, you know, everybody out there, you know, and, and this is probably another one of those most common drugs used, Something like Valium and Xanax, the benzodiazepines. And it doesn't deplete a lot. That well, it's is just, just your melatonin. Yeah, that's not known yet. And we talked okay. about how important melatonin was. Yeah. Now Think about that. So the benzos deplete melatonin. Your right. SSRIs also oh, deplete yeah. melatonin. And, I mean, that is one that we hear <laughs> constantly. If somebody's on Prozac, Paxil, so well, they don't sleep. They don't sleep at all. And so it depletes folic acid and even your sodium and your melatonin. 
So it's and then the tricyclic antidepressants, which are a little older. Most of them are a little bit yeah, older. Your Elevil, older, your really. amitriptyline, yeah. mm-hmm. things like that. That does deplete CoQ10. And then B2. If you deplete B2 specifically, that's headaches. Right. Lots of headaches. And we see that so many times. You know, and here's something that we see a lot, because uh, and I, this is kind of common. You have these folks that are on one of these old tricyclics, like what Tofernel is one that's still used quite a bit. Okay, the, and so are Tofernel or Elevel. So the person's on Tofernel, they develop the headache, and then they put them on a benzodiazepine, like Valium or something. Right. Well, you know, you just got too much stress. Put you on that. Yeah. Wow. Now we're setting them up for some real, real failure, you know. And, you know, just don't think because this stuff is over-the-counter that it, you know, the other stuff that's over-the-counter, you know, that you're also taking along with those, you know, your acetaminophen for pain along with your Xanax and so on. Think about what all that's doing. I think, you know, Janina, one thing I think we want to stress to the people tonight is if you're taking anything over-the-counter or these prescription meds, and if you've listened to this show, you've realized you're depleted a lot of nutrients. Right, and what you need to do is make a list. Make a list. And make a list of what it depletes, what you can get in a multi, and what you need to add in addition to the multi. Because you might need... We do have a multi that's the Megabytes Lean that does have your K2, that does have you know a lot of the good nutrients in it, does not have CoQ10, so you do have to add CoQ10 separately. Right. Um, that covers a lot. Some people need melatonin because of what is depleted there. Right. It depends on the person. Right. And it yeah. depends on how many medications you're taking. And, you know, we don't dare want to leave this one out, the common aspirin. Right. ASA or aspirin. You know, and everybody in the world now is taking a, well, I'll take my 81 milligram aspirin. They tell me I should, so I take it every day. And what does that deplete? Stuff like folic acid. Wow. Iron, potassium, Vitamin zinc. C. Whoa. All that from just a simple aspirin pill? Yeah. And if you take aspirin and some of this other stuff, now you've really got yourself a cocktail of, uh, of disaster. Right. And we've yeah. already talked about Tylenol and how it oh, depleted glutathione yeah. and CoQ10. Right. And then you have your ibuprofen, which depletes the folic acid, yeah. possibly iron and vitamin C. Yep. So even the over-the-counters can cause a problem. And if we stress anything, we want to say, if you're going to take these medications, take the nutrients that it depletes. I, I think that's the, the biggie, you know, is, and, and, you know, we'll just maybe finish out the show talking about that because I only got a couple of minutes here. But the, the big thing that we want you to take away from this tonight, you know, go to the medicine chest, pull out all the stuff that you take on a regular basis, make a list of it, and then, you know, Google it or, or contact us. We'll, we'll give you the list and stuff, you know. Yeah, that's fine. Just, you know, email us at jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. It's probably the best thing is to email us, yeah. and that way we can email you back your, your depletions, your list, right. and then maybe make also some make some suge- right. suggestions on how you can replenish it. And, and, and a lot of times we can make recommendations on, okay, rather than taking, say, for instance, that, uh, you know, Amerprazole or something, maybe we can fix that digestion where you don't have to take it, something like that. So, you know, just uh, take a, a few minutes of your time because, you know, as we always say, your life depends on it. So let's take a few minutes of time, make us a list, find out what we're depleting when we take those innocent-looking things like aspirin or acetaminophen, and uh, let's start living healthy and being healthy all over again. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Janine, I think we're about finished for tonight. They're yeah. telling us, the producer's telling us it's over, Okay, folks. well, next week we're going to be talking about lung problems and Ooh. maybe things like COPD yeah. and even asthma and things that affect mm. the lungs. Interesting, interesting stuff. So join us then, folks. 
We'll see you on the other side. Live healthy and be healthy. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Doctors Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.